Life is a journey, and eventually all roads come together. You are listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Aaron Brenneman. And I'm Bryce Ginther. And this is Breaking Camp. Welcome to Breaking Camp Podcast. I'm Bryce, and I'm here with... Aaron. Hello. <laughs> Aaron here. Aaron here. Hello. <laughs> He's oh, my man. my sidekick. We are each other's sidekicks. Couldn't do this without him. Co-hosts. Co-hosts. We run the show, uh, and we tell Chad what to do. Along with Chad here. Yep. Every day. Yep. Chad just, he just puts up with us, but we, we're <laughs> thankful for Chad. Hey, uh, today uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about. Um, before we get into our topics, though, I'd love to follow up. So we have some, um, just life's happening, right? And so stuff that we've talked about on other podcasts, uh, we have experienced things we got to revisit. So on this podcast, but previous episodes. Correct. Thank you for correcting me. You're welcome. Other episodes. So I had I had never ridden a wave runner until hmm. recently, just the other day. A friend really? of mine, my friend and his son bought wave runners uh, together, and so they invited uh, me and my son out, and so we went and we and we played around on those things. So now, wave runners, we have to make a distinction. Wave runners are different from. Jet skis, ring, which we yes. <laughs> sound effects. Jet jet skis are pretty annoying. I've ridden a jet ski before when I was younger, and it was terrible. Like I fell. All you did was fall over. I never it's really got the arm that the telescopes up, sort of a deal. And yeah, lifts and, thing constantly moves. Yeah. Like the handlebars move, and you stand on it. Wave runners, you just sit there. It's like riding a quad, but on the water, mm. and you just go. You just grab the throttle and go. So much fun. So, um, and I think when I was talking about it in that episode, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't ever done that. Sounds fun or something like that. Probably would never buy one. I'm literally on, I had gone out for a spin my first turn on the Wave Runner. What body of water were you on? We were on the Willamette River. Okay, yeah. And um, going, and it was nice and hot and everything. Coming back and my friend says, well... What do you think? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally have to buy one of these things. <laughs> so, so you went from I, I've never been on one, yeah. I don't want one, to now you got to buy. I got to have it, right? Okay, but and so I mean, it's that fun on the water. Mm. It's just a blast, and it's just all you, you just grab this little lever and off you go. It's so much fun. Um, but the next day, um, I didn't want to buy one anymore. You were over. Okay, I would do, I'm starting to recall. We did talk about this previously yeah. because it's one of those things that's only fun for the person doing the activity. Yes. Because it's not fun for the person sitting mm-hmm. there uh, trying to read a book yeah. in the water. No, not that's at not fun. all. Not at all. Or people fishing, which I also love to fish, right? Mm-hmm. So I was trying to like avoid, there was a, a place where some, like a little, I don't know, rock outcropping, almost an island. Mm-hmm. Um, and bunch of people you can walk out there and and they set up camp for the day and fish and just kind of swim and whatnot it has to be annoying because the river sort of like narrows down right there Mm -hmm. and all these boats pulling um you know skiers and people that are doing the the surfing you know where they surf on the wake which also looks cool it's just that's the only kind of surfing i would ever want to do 
Um, Not great for erosion. Oh, really? No, those fat sacks and those bags. And yeah. Just pump out the huge wake you can. Yes. Just destroys the, the Oh, the bank? bank? The banks, yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Conflict over wake. Huh. Anyway. Back, wow. back. Good, good side note. <laughs> Factoid there. Factoid, sorry. Yeah, right. so those guys are going by along with regular people just ripping down, you know, through on their boat and I mean it's just busy day, right? And and uh we got we got a cat down here in the shop that has a mouse. I think it's going to throw the mouse onto my foot. Is what's going to happen here because it's just playing with it. <laughs> eating it. It's not just, even that's not even your mouse cat. No. Yeah, mom brought that to you. Yeah. That, oh my gosh, it's kind of a, <laughs> like it's juggling a mouse. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if it hits you, if something hits your leg, it's gonna be. But this is why we have cats is to do that very thing. Like mm. they catch them in the field and then they bring them back. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh gosh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back on here and we're back. <laughs> so anyway, um, we just had a blast. But yeah, I was trying to like respect people on the side of the river because you don't want to yeah. be ripping by. I saw some people flying. But some of these wave runners are super fast. These yeah. ones we had are like, you know, not supercharged or whatever, but they were fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I just felt like that was kind of interesting because, you know, like I'm like, oh, yeah, I've never done that. And it was like two weeks after that I got invited <laughs> to go. So I should talk about other stuff that I haven't done. And oh, just yeah. maybe the, you know, forces of the universe will just like allow little an opportunity will come, you yeah. Know? Something, so. something maybe like biking across the country. <laughs> yeah. I haven't out loud ever said that, but maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, um, across the country. Hmm, yeah, I've, uh, I'm sure I've ridden one at some point. I know I went uh, jet, jet skiing. Is that the one? Ring, ring, ring. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. that a long time ago. It's but fun. I'm sure. Yeah, it's fun. It, it, it is what it is, you know, but I oftentimes will, th- I, you got me thinking about these things that, uh, you know, you do it and you're like, oh, that's fun. I got to have this. I got to yeah. have this. I need one of these. Right. I oftentimes will think about these things I see driving down the road, you know, whether it's a quad or a side by side on the back of a yeah. truck or a trailer. And I think that looks fun. But then I also think, what else could I buy in an equivalent price range, oh, man. A lot. which I would enjoy much more mm-hmm. and probably much more during the activity, but also much more frequently. Because here, you yeah. know, you don't have many months to go wave runnering. Is Not, that what they call it? I know. See, <laughs> yes, wave runnering. Wave runnering. <laughs> what are you doing today? You want to go wave runnering? Yeah, yeah. Um, a person I know, I'll, he'll remain nameless, okay. um, has said that he will go quadding. Quadding? Yeah, huh. quadding. And you I'm like, quadding? I'm like, do you mean riding? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, quadding. And I'm like, I just can't let it go. I have to. Because <laughs> I used to ride dirt bikes. And so yeah. we wouldn't go, we're going to go dirt biking. Even though some people do say that. Yeah. But it's riding, right? Riding. And and so, yeah, maybe we maybe we go wave runnering. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Maybe. <laughs> so, that's, so there you go. That's a but follow-up. But like, like I think you were saying is that it's, it's more, yeah. uh, I'd rather have a friend that has a wave runner than actually have a wave runner. Exactly. Right. Which is part of why the next day I woke up, I was so sore. Mm. My shoulders and my upper back, arms, everything was just beat. Mm. It was like I had, it actually, when I used to ride dirt bikes, that was the same feeling. 
because you're just holding on for dear life all sure. the time, you know. Yeah. And um, and it's just a ton of work, which is great. It's a cool workout, but I was super super sore, and so I was like, oh yeah, it's just really good to have a friend who has one of these. Yeah. Do it every now and again. <laughs> so thanks, friend. That's Appreciate awesome. it. Well, we also have another update. We got uh, mm-hmm. so we have an, an email address. We've been having some listeners, our friends, mm-hmm. occasionally comment on some things that we discuss, which we love. We're also yep. we also set up a new phone number where people can leave us voice messages now, which is awesome. So if you want to mention something to us, it might be about my it might be about my um, my poor coffee choices, for example. We've got some feedback on that. <laughs> we had uh, some feedback on another topic. So you got an email. So I we did. have the, the email address. You can email us for now at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. You can call us and leave us a message. So if you want to ask us a question, comment on something, uh, just tell us what you think about a, a topic or a show. What's our that phone number? That would be awesome. I, I what gotta, is the phone I number? Find I'm it. kind of biting some time here. <laughs> To see if we can pull it up. I got it. It's 503-427-8743. So call us up there. Listen to our our voicemail message. We Mm -hmm. had some fun recording those yesterday. So Mm -hmm. give us a ring. If you do, ask us a question. Tell us a thing. Comment about a show. Um, You might get a chance to hear your question or comment on the show. So that's cool. 503-427-8743. But we received an email, Bryce, on a a previous topic. (laughs) We did. So, and this is a correction for me. So, so I, I feel like I need to come clean on this one and, and just kind of almost bow a little bit to you. Mm. Um, cause you had said that you were telling a story and you go, yeah, I, I, um, I got bit by a, by a wasp. And I was like immediately going bit. What you mean stung? And you're like, no, I got bit. bit. And, and I'm like, dude, thinking hey man wasps don't bite they sting right so a friend of mine who is a professional in the medical community um sent me this article explaining validation you really had me questioning myself like you did did yeah did i get bit did i get stung well i knew i didn't get stung Mm -hmm. because there was no stinger right i was pretty certain i got bit by what exactly i didn't know right so you you got this article this article is entitled do wasps bite or sting (laughs) i was like "Uh uh-oh i'm in trouble right away and the verdict is well they do both to be fair but they their preference is to bite Really? So so it says wasps are very defensive and their sting can be deadly for some people. Most wasps are predators and feed on other insects. Mm. Wasps generally sting or usually sting humans, but will also bite people if they feel threatened. And that's probably why you got bit. I'm going to just say it. Bit. bit. I got bit. Yeah, I walked by and it said, I'm threatened here. You're near my nest. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yeah. So... I, I mean, we could go into all the types, and we don't really need to, but... Wasp facts. Wasp facts, like the types of wasps, right? You got your yellow jackets, your paper wasps, and all that stuff. Do you know what sounds scary? What? The giant European hornet. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I know. <laughs> giant European insect hornets. Whatever that... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't would imagine even, that to be just below the murder hornet. Right. Oh, that was the episode where we were talking about, wasn't it? When we were talking about bitey and stingy things, like the oh, things yeah. we love about the outdoors. Yeah, I think that, that was that fell under the cons. I think the it negative. might. 
yeah. be the time we talked about that. That was. So anyway. So go back, listen to that episode. If you haven't heard it, you can uh, just scroll back through, look at the show notes, see what we talk about. But yep. bitey and stingy things. <laughs> Outdoors. Cool. What we love, what we don't. Yep. So I just have to say, I stand corrected. You probably got bit by a wasp. I think that is the case. I'm back to a little bit more confidence in the fact that I was bit by a wasp. Right. So, cool. Yeah, that's great to get some listener feedback. Again, email us. Leave us a message at our number there. Um, Look forward to hearing from you. Okay, we're in Camp Kitchen today. And um, now today is kind of a... Live from the camp kitchen. Yeah, live. It's so. What what is going on here? We've got my Coleman stove. Uh, I have I have a vintage Coleman stove that you're using. We've had a few problems with it, but we've got it rocking and rolling at, as of now. And you have I a think, secret meal. Yep, it's rocking and rolling. It's one of my favorite things I like to have. A snack. Snack. Not really a meal. I'm not going to make this for a whole bunch of people sitting around the picnic table. Okay. But I might have it. Uh, kind of off peak meal time so yep. afternoon maybe after i uh grab a granddad you know <laughs> have a little snooze in the hammock i might wake up a little hungry i want something but not a full meal yeah this is one of my go-tos so yeah uh i i i didn't tell you any of the things i brought so it's gonna maybe come as a surprise okay and the, i'm real particular about the types of items i have oh so are you gonna so walk it's not us just through like this? you grab anything that you got and and put it together like okay. this okay so first of all, we have a corn flour hybrid tortilla. Okay. Right? It's It, it yep. just Mixture uh, firms there. up, browns really well. Mm-hmm. And then we got some dogs. Ooh, love it. Some dogs. I got the uh, jalapeno cheddar dogs here. <laughs> yes, oh, they're, they're good. And then I got a Mexican-style blend nacho cheese, shredded cheese. All right. Love this. Love this. So essentially what we're doing here is mm-hmm. it's like a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I... Get that tortilla browning, and then I, uh, I'm cooking up the dogs. Typically, I'll do this over uh, the barbecue or over the fire, but today we're doing it in two cast iron skillets. So yeah. we got a 12 inch for the tortilla, and then we got a eight inch for the two dogs. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna make these cor- tortillas, and we're gonna make a quesadilla, straightforward. You know, just cook it in the cast iron skillet. Love it. And the other thing. We're gonna do is get the dogs going. We're really sizzling now. <laughs> no, I can see the smoke's kind of coming up. So, so I'm on the I'm on the back side of the stove, and and you're cooking for me. You're you back side of the camp kitchen. <coughs> I'm in the back end here, so I can't see what you're doing. I'm loving this because you're like, just let me cook, let me do this, and I just can't wait. Like this is um, this is exciting for me. So, Bryce, what's one of your favorite uh, go-to snacks when you're camping? Honestly, I mean, I I just go all over the map. You know, um, what recently I discovered um, is if you take Frito scoops, Frito scoops with peanut butter and jelly, and that I'm telling you what, dude, is a great, great snack. So you just you just scoop it, peanut little peanut butter, little jelly. I've never had that. That's a, that does sound good. I always keep peanut butter and jelly in the camper. So yeah, I got a great meal. You get this big old, yeah. I know Isaac likes them with the smaller Fritos, like regular size. But I like the scoops. 
The dippers, the big scoops, yep. the big yep. ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. so well, we're just about ready here for you to try this. So we got the corn flour mm-hmm. hybrid tortilla. I'm excited. We got the header cheddar jalapeno dogs, mm-hmm. and then the key ingredient is the La oh. Vis- La Victoria uh-huh. hot sauce. I love that. I just plated one, uh, one of the. What do you call these? I think that's what we got to figure out. I got a, I got okay. a few ideas. Maybe I'll run them by you. In okay. Second. I haven't taken a bite yet. You just plated your first one, and you mm-hmm. kind of roll these together. Um, and so we're yeah, going to... It's important con- to not fold. You yeah. actually got to roll. You got to put the dog down in the cheese. So yeah. you got a flat tortilla with cheese. Yeah. And then you got to put the dog down and roll. Definitely going to document this so cheese that we can Cheese doggy roll. We'll put it on our socials. All right, so Bryce has got his already. So we got tortilla and cheese with the jalapeno cheese dog. Now dipping and the it taco sauce. Dipping it in the taco sauce. So we're trying to come up with a name. I I proposed Rolly Rolly Cheese Taco Dog. That's not it. That's not it. Oh, it's just quick. It's definitely it's definitely not a health food. Mm, no. But but a perfect snack. Oh my gosh! And like the way that that cheese melts in there, mm. <clears throat> I got I got to compliment you on the the combo tortilla, the corn and flour together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you that's dynamite. That's good. Yeah, the way the corn flour tortilla browns up and crisps up is just. Mm. So names, Rolly Cheese Dog. You That's all gotta it. try this. You have to make these. Oh, I need Maybe we'll just one. accept names from our listeners. Mm-hmm. They can look at the pictures. They can maybe try it next time they're out camping. Mm-hmm. And let us know a name. What would you call? Because I think I see. So I I tried to make this. We were camping not too long ago, and I tried to offer some to Cor's nephew. This has all the stuff that he would love. Yeah. But I didn't have a name, so I couldn't sell it. Mm. It just wasn't getting he's there, like, so I need a he's name. He's like, no thanks. So yeah, that's one of my favorite camp meals. I got uh, I don't know what a name is, but the Golden Blend Tortilla Hybrid mm. Flour Corn. Got some shredded nacho cheese and jalapeno cheddar dog. Cook that up either barbecue or in a pan. Uh, get the cheese nice and melted on your quesadilla. Yeah. Get a nice roll. Let it cool. You gotta you gotta wait for just a second because you gotta let that cheese set up, right? You can't have it dripping down your shirt yeah. or on the, the, the plate. You want cool. it to set a little bit but still be melting. Mm-hmm. And then enjoy with some La Victoria salsa hot sauce. Super but no name. Good. I got no name. No for name it. yet. Okay. You so. guys let us know. Um let us know what we should name this thing. This Ooh. is real good. What? So it's a kinda like a quesadilla, right? Um Cheesy dilly dog. <laughs> Cheese a dia dog. Cheese a dia dog. <sighs> Thank you so much for that phenomenal snack. Cheesy dilly dog. Case a case dog. That's that just doesn't have the right. Yeah, come up with the names. Let us case a dog a dia. Case a dog a dia. Is it I possible? Like case a dog a dia. Anyway, um, so both of us have done 
quite a bit of camping during this pandemic that we've been in. We're still in. Yeah, let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. Do people ever ask you or say something along the lines of, well, it looks like you've really been getting out there? <laughs> like getting outside? Like, see your pictures of you fishing or something <clears throat> like that. And then you think inside, well, not not really. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't feel like that to me. Right. Um, yeah. Rel- relativeness, right? Right. It's relative. What What are we actually doing? What do we want to be doing? Mm. Right. But to, but to a lot of people that just get out for a weekend camp here and there, we probably seems like we're out all the time. Right. Well, and um, if we were even craftier with our, our Instagram, mm. we could make it look like we're out there all the time, where we just continue posting pictures from the same trip. Mm. This is the... This is what they do. This is if we were influencers, yeah, brand ambassadors, right, right. We would just be. It would be February, it's raining sideways, and we post some picture where we're at some glacial lake. Mm. You know, sh- the photo will be from the back, showing just the back of us and this picturesque lake. It's summertime, and people will be like, "Where are they?" I I have been seeing more transparency in that from. Mm-hmm. People on social media in terms of, hey, I'm going to share some tr- pictures and photos and experiences from my mm-hmm. travels and adventures, but obviously it's not today. So well, it I does think, seem like there's some of that. I think it's good because otherwise you just make people feel bad, you know, that that they're not out there camping too. Isn't that what social media is for, though? <laughs> just to make people oh, feel bad? Oh, we're a couple of jaded old guys now. <laughs> get off the lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. Anyway. Anyway. But, okay, so we've been camping a bit, a, a bit. fair amount. Sure. Um, but, like, we were talking the other day, and you have noticed a difference of camping during a pandemic. Talk well, about I think that. there's a lot. I think there's a lot of stuff that's different. We talked about um, how crowded things are, right? Yeah. Like, everything else is closed, so I can't, can't go to the zoo, can't go to the park. Uh, well, I might as well go camping. There's no football games this weekend. Junior right. doesn't have baseball practice. Mm-hmm. Let's get outside. I uh, wonder how that's going to affect, because from a parent perspective, mm-hmm. um, like my son played uh, uh, club soccer for a lot of years, and that definitely kind of controls your summer, because there would always mm-hmm. be tournaments. There would he, The programs, they call it a 10-month program, but even wow. during the two months, they offer an optional like tune-up clinic that just keeps going. It says like mm. literally every week yeah. you can be doing something. So it's really freed up opportunities to do a lot of different things for a lot of different, a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Like I don't have all these commitments and I don't have to go to the office. I don't have school going on. Um, there's no baseball practice. There's no soccer, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. So people are getting out more, which is, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. we want to see more people out recreating in the outdoors. You also see some negative impacts of that. You see people right. that are, not uh, not accustomed, just haven't gone through the grow, the, the learning curve right. of how to be outdoors, um, yeah. how to take care of the land, the environment, you know, all that sort of stuff. Pick yeah. up after yourself. But there's a lot more people out. So you have mm-hmm. crowded campgrounds, you have crowded day use areas, like anywhere you go. And we've been seeing this as a major trend over the last five, ten years mm-hmm. here in the Portland metro area anyway is... The population has grown, so busier places that are closer yeah. to metros are busier. So you got to go farther. You got to get away. You got to get deeper to get away from people. But campgrounds are full. Everybody's out there, which is awesome. Right. So people, yeah, get- we support it. We want you guys getting out there. We just want you to take care of nature when you're out there. Mm-hmm. Do your best. 
Yeah, and we, you talked about it earlier when you're talking about wakeboarding or uh, wave wave, wave runner. runnering, wave runnering, right? Some people are just right up on the people next to the bank and right. uh, aren't being aware of of mm-hmm. how how our activities are impacting others. Right. That applies in whatever we're doing, right? It applies in nature as well. So right. Right. you get more people, you get more impact. Just be courteous, be a good neighbor. You mm-hmm. know, it looks like that in everyday life, and how can you be that or aim to be that? Yeah, you can do it outside too. So we got more people outside. You can't buy a lot of stuff these days. You're talking about the gear, the gear, the stuff you might need, right? You you can't Dude, so can't true. find tents. You mm-hmm. can't find paddles for for kayaks. Mm-hmm. Bikes are sold out everywhere because again, yeah, people have allocated money for activities or travel, and it's being reallocated to the only thing that appears to be open, and it's <laughs> safe. Spending that stimulus money, mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> safe for got. us. Yeah. Right, because right. you're outdoors. Right. It's not an indoor activity, so it's like it makes sense. I'm gonna try all this stuff. It'll be really interesting to see here. Yeah, in a, in a little bit, maybe next summer, a couple summers. How yeah. how this affects? You know what I'm gonna say, don't Go. you? <laughs> Go for it. How this is gonna affect garage sales? We're gonna get so much good gear, like brand new gear in boxes. I'm telling you what, <clears throat> I couldn't agree more. I. <laughs> I, well, and so this year was was this summer was going to be the summer where we bought a stand up pedal board. Amy's been wanting one for a long time, and so I'm just going, okay, let's do it, let's buy one. And so we we had you know some money set aside, and and uh, we go to find them, and they're sold out, literally. I mean, mm. maybe you have an option or two, but she wanted the inflatable ones, and then um, also I think people were. You know, usually during the summer you'll get a discount for the hot item. Mm-hmm. There weren't any because there was yeah. such a short supply. Um, we did finally, toward the end of summer, find one through Amazon of all places. Oh wow! Yeah, and and it was it was a good deal, and so we just <clears throat> snagged it up. But <clears throat> even the ones that people are getting at like Costco and stuff mm-hmm. like that were being sold after market for as much or more than they paid for it at Costco. Mm, so wow. it's just like, dude, this is crazy. And they'd be like, almost new. And I mean, how much do we believe that one? Like, sure. almost new. Like, only used yeah. it for a year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, those garage sales. And that was what Amy started thinking. She's like, we'll just buy one next year. Mm-hmm. And I get it at a garage sale. Garage sales, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, wherever. Yeah. All yeah. the places for the sales. Yeah, because it becomes like a... Almost like a exercise bicycle, right? You buy something mm-hmm. with the best of intentions and then just never kind of get around to using it. I'm hoping so. there's a guy out there that bought, I don't know, three or four, you know, Sage, Helios, all these, you know, maybe a Scott mm-hmm. fly rod. And he's like, man, this is not fun. And I don't, these, it makes my arm sore. Mm. It's just hard. You know, it's like I gotta get these fly rods are taking up so much room in yeah, my garage. They do. I mean, gosh, the tube <laughs> is massive. Yeah. So and just goes. You know what? <clears throat> I need to get rid of these and just get. I don't just make an offer. You yeah. know, That's, must go. Must go. Yes, <laughs> I'm hoping to find yeah. that guy. So that'd, that'd be, be good. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Yeah. So I mean, it's different. There's all sorts of stuff. There's all different kinds of ways. It's different. Uh, Hand sanitizer, right? Here's the thing. Okay. I carry my own in my pocket, yeah. which then I always got it. But at the 
pit vault toilets at a lot of these remote primitive campgrounds where mm. they don't have oh, right. showers right. and all that. They'll still have a pit vault toilet, mm-hmm. and they'll have hand sanitizer in there. I saw a sign at one that said, please don't steal the hand sanitizer. <laughs> we want to continue to be able to leave this restroom open. Unbelievable. Yeah, because there was, such a, there was yeah. such a shortage for a while. You couldn't buy any of this stuff. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I got an idea. I'm going to steal this. <laughs> you know, you go into, I don't know about anybody else listening, but when I walk into those, it's minimal contact. You know, mm-hmm. you only touch what you have to. Elbow. Yeah. Elbow in. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be touching, ripping that thing off the wall <laughs> to throw it in the rig. To get the little pouch so no, you can empty get it into it. something else. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's crazy. So, yeah, I, I was camping up at a, campground on Mount Hood with some people earlier this summer, and like, hey, you got to do the pass, right? Like, are you, you do your day use fee or whatever. Mm-hmm. We had reservations, so it wasn't that. But it was the guy comes around, and he officially checks you in, and he gives you the thing park, that goes in your window. Host. It was It was the camp post. Camp host. My favorite one. But he gives you the thing that typically would go in your vehicle, as you're mm-hmm. the primary vehicle here. Well, he couldn't, you couldn't hand it to me. I couldn't hand him the extra extra vehicle thing, I could set it down on my vehicle and he could walk over and get it. He could set down wow. the the parking permit. So just little stuff like that. I mean, everything's mm-hmm. different these days. Yeah. But camping in a pandemic, I was looking up some pictures though. Yeah. Actually, inconvenient, right? The pandemic is a sure. serious deal. We have to take safety measures and precautions and sure. do things differently, right? But I was looking at some of the pictures from the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic. Mm-hmm. They're camping entirely different because they're in these sort of like, um, it almost looks like a military hospital where it's outside just a whole bunch of tents where they would take the people that were sick and they would be in a, they would be, instead of being in a hospital, they would be in essentially like an infirmatory, which is outside. Oh, like like an infirmary. Infirmary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you guys got to Google this. (laughs) Riveting. Riveting Riveting radio. (laughs) Um, but so yeah, it's inconvenient, but it's also, we got a lot of stuff going for us and and it's not nearly as bad as it has been for previous generations. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just, I don't know, we'll get through it. Uh, I know it is very inconvenient. It's not fun. We all want to go back to normal life and everything. Um, but I keep, um, and this is something I remind myself about. It's not like I've got it all sorted out, you know, but I have to continually remind myself when I have to grab my mask or, you know, um, wear it indoors where I feel like I'm with people that I see all the time. Like, mm-hmm. You know, we're good with it. Right. But you just don't know who you're, who you're, who's exposed to what exactly until mm-hmm. it's, you've already been exposed to it. And so, you know, in, in, uh, kind of loving your neighbor, you know, I'm trying to follow all the rules and, and respect everything. So, um, again, it's, it's, it's not about my, my view, my viewpoint, mm-hmm. right? It's it's a community minded view that isn't human nature. Like it's our our uh, you know instinct is to just think of what we want and do what we want. And certainly as Americans, I think we kind of mm-hmm. and that's in reinforced by a lot of things. But it's just not that difficult. It's inconvenient. Yeah, it's like yeah, my, my you realize your breath stinks. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you put a mask on, and you're like, yeah. Is, it is like this, this what this yeah. is what people experience? <laughs> like talking to me? <laughs> oh man. So maybe there's some good stuff. Like 
Maybe I should buy some stock in like Tic Tacs. Mm. Altoid stock. Yeah. Right. I know everybody's freaking out about, you know, potentially there's like a new TikTok, right? The 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 Is US the, I don't know. the US whatever version of TikTok is going to be sold, you know, for for shares. Okay. But what about Tic Tacs? Like tic-tacs. let's invest in Tic Tacs, not TikTok. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the next right. big buy buy stock in that. Sure. Let's help them out cuz they're going to be selling those things with masks mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and so it it is like you say. It's, it's take my take my investing advice. <laughs> you need a disclaimer on that, right? Actually, don't. Breaking Camp Podcast is not a licensed uh, investment firm. The views expressed here are not the the opinions or advice of Breaking Camp Podcast, <laughs> but merely just some idiot, just some guy talking, just, just a couple of guys talking about stuff they don't really know about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a little different out there. But it's great because for a long right. time, in the, the initial part of the pandemic, they closed everything. They closed, closed trailheads, day use areas, campgrounds, all of that. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just stuck inside. And you're yeah. thinking, okay, the beach is closed. You know, I can't go right. anywhere. Where better, safer place for us to be yeah. and maintain mental health to get right. outside and do some stuff? Um, but then when things did open up, everybody was going so stir crazy yeah. that everybody just poured into these areas. Yeah. And so. I, I felt like it started leveling out a little bit, but then um, around here we had, well, in the whole, I guess all of the state, we had some major, major wildfires, and mm-hmm. which we just talked about not long ago. And, you know, that closed, like Mount Hood, I think is still kind of closed. It's I was checking Some of it's open, but some of it a lot is of a little it's closed bit, still. Yeah, but not the whole thing. I was looking at some lakes I wanted to go to and they're not open yet. Mm. And so, you know, it's kind of like, going backwards and you're just like oh really like mm-hmm. one more so you know i'm i'm hoping in october to squeeze in before the weather really turns one last kind of outing mm-hmm. and and uh maybe do some fishing or something and i just i'm not really sure where to go yet mm-hmm. you know i keep looking around and like well that's closed i'd love to go here i'm not sure like weather there might be dicey mm-hmm. so yeah because we're getting into we're getting into a time of year where a lot of people are moving indoors. Mm-hmm. You know, fall, I think there's some mm-hmm. concerns about um, resurgence of virus infections because of the fact that more people are indoors. Yeah. Um, but also, it can be a tremendous opportunity to get outside and do stuff without so many people being everywhere, right? Yeah. There's a There's a saying, you know, that if you, you don't go out in the weather in Oregon, like, you just don't go out. You, you don't go out, yeah. You know? Right. So... I think it's uh, it's fun because there's fewer people, right. but also with a little bit of uh, preparation and, and some equipment adjustments, mm-hmm. you can have just as great a time outside no matter what time of the year it mm-hmm. is. Like in the off season, basically. Mm-hmm. So like we're we're kind of wrapping up camping season, right? In kinda. fact, I think today didn't camp campgrounds. I think campgrounds all closed, closed yesterday. Yeah, today's yeah. the first day that they're closed. Okay. And you and I were talking about this because a lot of the campgrounds will stay open, mm-hmm. and you can go to them, but they'll have gates that'll mm-hmm. close them, so mm-hmm. you sometimes might have to hike in. Some will allow you to drive in for a little bit. Right. But they're closed officially, so you don't need a reservation. The restrooms are closed. There's no trash collection. Right. Pack it in, pack it out. But it can be a great opportunity to go to a campground that otherwise would be full of people. Right. Um to just go there and kind of have the whole thing to yourself, which is awesome. So yeah. that's actually what I'm thinking about possibly doing this weekend. Huh. Just jumping up somewhere and yeah. finding somewhere where I can get into and avoid the crowds and 
weather's still pretty good and it will be for a while. But right. then again, you know, if it rains or it's weathery, you just mm-hmm. get some, get a jacket. Right. <laughs> Which I, I did. Do. You did Last get a weekend yeah. I got a new jacket, a shell. You did get a new jacket. You needed a new raincoat. Yeah. So, um, so speaking of off season, um, I guess how does that change things? Obviously, obviously our gear changes a little bit. We we layer up. Um, what do you do when you're when you're going out into that kind of unpredictable weather in the off season? I do I do a little bit more prep. So I basically and I also practice a layering system with my clothing. So essentially, I am. <laughs> Excuse me. I am. Uh, I'm not wearing thick, heavy layers. I'm not wearing a puffy j- a jacket that has is a big, thick jacket. What I'm essentially doing is I'm wearing layers from skin to the outside with a shell, rainproof shell mm-hmm. layer. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got Gore- Gore-Tex jacket, bibs, pants, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I go insulation layer, and then I go base layer, maybe a, a layer that I would wear if the weather's decent. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Fall time, um, I might be wearing a real skin-tight base layer, like Mm -hmm. a polypropylene layer. Yeah, I love polypropylene. And then from there, I can just wear like a loose-fitting pair of pants or a shirt or something, or I can add additional layers. So I could add a puffy, I could add fleece pants, I could add uh, a hat. Here's here's the pro tip. Are you you cold much? Not a ton. Okay, we'll save this for the people that are really cold, then you can tell them this will be a game changer Uh in their cold... Um, ability to withstand cold conditions. Okay. So you're double doubling up on the areas where you're most sensitive to cold and heat escaping. So hats, okay. stocking caps. Yeah. You wear one, you know, you get cold, toss on another one. Two so hats? So a, a layered hat system, yeah. So you might have one that's kind of a little bit uh, like a, like lighter, a, lighter weight. Like a um, beanie and like then a, a cowboy hat. No, like a beanie, then another beanie. Oh, okay. It's actually a beanie, then a fedora. With Did the you, feather, you see guy. and what you have for gloves, you might have like a, a oh uh, yeah, like a running glove, right? Like you've seen those; sure. they're kind of like a tennis. Uh, they're just like a like thin pro, polypropylene, yeah. polypro, anything that's not cotton, you know. So right. polypro, cotton kills. cotton kills. So you layer that, and then you go with the heavier duty glove over the top of that. So mm-hmm. I wear something, or I can add something underneath if I'm in condition. So I'm mm-hmm. wearing my shell layer mm-hmm. of a thicker, heavier duty glove that's going to protect and keep me dry right. but i have another one that i keep tucked away close in my body in pockets or something right. that i can stick underneath that so those two things you can do that with socks not so much you can do the same basic principle with socks when you sleep if you're a cold sleeper so yeah, i run right. hot yeah so i don't have a lot of these issues yeah but i always bring that stuff knowing that if conditions change sure. or i get cold i can add that and it gives me so much more tolerance right for whether um Weather changes. Because as we've talked about before, I got a prime range of about 63 yes. to 67 degrees. Right. That's it. Right. Preferably a little cloudy or in the shade. Um, beyond that, I'm sweating. Beyond that, I'm wearing base layers. So I'm a mess. I got Which thermal, thermal re- regulation issues. But I don't mean to pick on you. I just thought it was funny when we were at the beach and we got for a walk on the beach and it was sunny. Part, we'll call it partly cloudy, but. There was sure. some sun and blue sky peeking through, and you were contemplating bringing gloves. I think you did. I did. I brought them. And I'm like, this is exactly your optimum temperature. It w- but you just like, well, I just, you never, just know. never know. You I just never know. know. And I have a I have a difficult time recognizing the distinction between 
oh, we're going a quarter mile down the beach. Right. And I need to be prepared to be in something for 12 hours. Yeah. Right? So when right. I go hiking, backpacking, doing SAR work, like I'm always prepared yep. for whatever comes. Oftentimes when I'm just going to go from here to there and I could very easily walk back and grab another layer or the <laughs> right. thing I need, yeah. I'm like, well, I'll just bring it, make sure I have it. And uh-huh. then I get out there and I'm uh-huh. just sweating, carrying well, half the gear. I, I can I, I can identify with you there because like on a day trip out, I typically bring way more than I really need. I try not to, but I mean, those things that are easy to bring along that, that may make the difference if, if like the elements, Mm -hmm. you know, turn on you. I have this mantra. It's my own thing, but I never want to be that guy on the news that like gets his family killed Mm. because you got your car stuck and it snowed and you just didn't think about, Oh, well, what if, right? Super sad happens every, every year. Yeah. People blindly follow their phone and their GPS and yeah, well, it says go this way. And it's like, I mean, 18 inches of snow, it says keep going. Granted, a lot of those people, they don't go outside a bunch and they yeah. wouldn't they wouldn't be prepared in the first place. But, and I don't, and again, like you said, that is a sad thing and I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. making fun of that guy. Yeah. But it, it shocks me that they go, it's really cold in here. I'm going to walk back and bring help. Yeah. And everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going, sad. no, you <laughs> don't walk back across the, the mountain, take the road that you came in on. Walk on that. Yeah. You know, instead of the shortcut, you know, that, that really yeah. actually is harder. Anyway. Yeah. Be, I mean, being prepared in whether you're going for a day hike or mm-hmm. you're going uh, for a road trip, right, is right. very important just to have some few basics. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of win- winters ago here in the metro area where mm-hmm. we caught a Wednesday afternoon snow. Yeah. And it just jammed up everything yeah people slept in their cars right right well if i'm gonna sleep in my car i'm gonna want to make sure that i already have things like a blanket right some water Mm -hmm. probably some snacks maybe a little quesadilla quesadilla dog (laughs) something like that i actually do i did start carrying a stove in there when i was taking my car camping more because Mm -hmm. i would get somewhere and I'd be like, I have everything. I'd have a sleeping bag in my box. I'd have right. a hammock. I'd have everything except for I wouldn't have a stove. So I just carry a backpacking stove in my car. Man. So I could be the guy stuck in a snowstorm, pulls over, you know, and I'm just yeah. going to set up camp here. I got a chair. I can make coffee. How's Everybody's doing? freezing Everybody in their right? car, and you're I'm sitting there going, oh, gosh, these are hot. This, like, is, this is great. <laughs> you guys having a good time? Everybody having a good time here? With this, this is coffee. Bur- I loves, burn my tongue. Who loves the snow? See, I... I love a good unexpected surprise snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, I mean, I could I could extrapolate this out and think mm-hmm. if the weather looks like it's a little dicey, you're going to take the truck now. Because you it's like you're like a snail. You've got your house on the truck, right? So mm-hmm. you're going, "Oh, I hope we get that surprise. I hope I get snowed in." Hope I get snowed in. Yeah. Because then I can just pop up my camper and I'll and I'll just be happy as a clam. Happy as a clam. Yeah. I I oftentimes, the anticipation and the build up to a forecasted snowstorm, <laughs> snow event of any sort, yeah. which we get so infrequently. Right. Such a letdown for me all the time. Because it says, you know, yeah. we might get some snow, we might get some ice. Well, yeah. I'm going to be out in the driveway the night before chaining up. Just oh, to wow. be ready. Yeah. That's you. Yeah, that's me. Oh, I'm and the guy I wake who up and it's them. like nothing. It's yeah. Just nothing. Well, the the news folks, uh, they really they really go all in 
mm-hmm. on, on the weather changes, especially the winter stuff. Yeah. And I always get a kick out of them being roadside, slipping and falling. And you can tell how icy it is. And, you know, they'll tap on the road. They'll slip and slide across the street. They're just being idiots. Mm-hmm. And it's so entertaining to watch. And the names that they come up with for the storm, mm-hmm. it's just pure entertainment but i i they have to have fun at the office talking about it, it can obviously it's not serious right they, but it, but on the yeah. news when they're on camera they're doing their thing because a newscaster i'm convinced becomes kind of a persona a character right it's like they're still a person mm-hmm. right but but it's like you know I don't know. I can't really think of anyone off the top of my head. It's like an alter ego that you it go is. to. It might not be your same personality yeah. that you are off camera. Yeah, you have a little. You can develop quirks that are to mm-hmm. to the news guy, right? Mm-hmm. And when it's the when it's the weather, like those can come out really good. And they have to have fun around the office. Like, hey, are you? What are you going to do this time? Like, mm-hmm. anything fun? Like, find something cool. You know, <laughs> that'd be awesome. I just think that'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. It would be fun. So I, I love me a snowstorm, but. Not it's that. not great when you're outside and you're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that you have some equipment. And I'm heading up later this month to go uh, backpacking in the enchantments. So that'll be fun. We'll likely encounter snow up there. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting. Awesome. We'll see how that goes. So but you'll probably prepare. take your favorite gear, right? Some. What is your favorite gear? Do you have any? Like, do you have a, a favorite? Like when you, um, when you think of outdoorsing, however you want to mm-hmm. say that. Like uh, like for example, my stove, my Coleman stove, it's it it's extra work. It's not it's not the easiest thing to use, um, but it does work. And I there's some about it I really like, even though mm-hmm. it's harder. It's one of my favorite pieces of camping gear. Um, and you know I have other things that you know might be a like a headlamp. It's not a specific mm-hmm. headlamp, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I fi- I find that. Like recently, I just bought a new one because I had lost or broken or whatever. I could not find mm-hmm. my old headlamp, and you always need them. You got to have a headlamp. Always, yeah. I would. I uh, I don't know if I can't think of anything. I mean, definitely a hammock. If I'm outdoors in, oh, good one. Whatever it is, I'm I can bring in a hammock. Whether yeah. it's in my car, or yes. Whether I'm backpacking or camping, hammock. Something that really makes the experience. If I don't have it, I'm like. Wish I had my hammock. Yeah, for sure. So hammock would be one. Probably the rechargeable batteries that I've started using in all of my huh. GPS and headlamps and mm-hmm. radios and stuff like that because they just function so well and I don't have to worry. It, it's one less thing that I got to concern myself with. Like, how are my battery levels? Yeah. I just I take them out in the field. I use them. I discharge them, bring them back, charge them again. Yeah. I always turn in my, here's a, a headlamp pro tip for you. Okay. I always turn one battery the wrong direction in my headlamp. So it's in a, when it's in a bag, when it's oh, in a pack, when yeah. it's somewhere, it's not accidentally going to get the button pressed, and then I get out mm-hmm. there and batteries are dead. Oh, good call. So I do that. When I put fresh batteries in things, I flip right. one battery, get out there, I know everything's good. Things aren't going to drain yeah. on their own. Huh. Um, Never thought of that. I've been having some some foot issues this summer. Oh, really? <laughs> in the sense that I haven't worn a lot of shoes. So like your feet hurt that bad? I've worn shoes probably two or three times huh. other than doing an activity like backpacking or, mm-hmm. or hiking, right? Yeah. So my feet are in sort of raw tender shape. So I've been running into some blisters, but one of the things that 
really always helped me is the darn tough socks. If you've ever heard of them. Lifetime warranty, great socks. Basically, a while back, I I took all of the, uh, opened the the sock drawer, Mm -hmm. pulled out all these sort of Cabela's socks and and socks that I just didn't love, but Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of socks, and they're varying thicknesses. This is a mid-weight hiking sock from Darn Tough. Amazing. Never heard of them. Yeah, so it's like a wool wool sock. So wool is pretty amazing because I I don't know how wool knows to keep you cold or right. keep you warm, but it does both. Yeah, it's right? amazing. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Well, we were talking recently at the beach. Uh, I'm not big on the synthetic uh, thermal things. Mm-hmm. I have some. Mm-hmm. I'll use them. I'll wear them if that's what I, you know, the only thing I, I have at the time. But I really do <clears throat> like wool. And I think the... I think polypropylene would still consider that's a, a synthetic fabric, mm-hmm. but that one I think functions really, really well, better than polyester mm-hmm. and a lot mm-hmm. of the like the the dry fabrics, you know, that are you know branded as whatever dry. Yeah, <clears throat> um, they just reference our things we hate about the outdoors episode: the love and hate, mm-hmm. chafing. Oh yeah, those things can yeah. totally make you chafe. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I had a, I had a friend. I was I was asking him. I said, "Hey, have you listened to the show yet?" He was like, "Yeah." I heard, I heard you talking about chafing, and I, I was out. I was out. I was out. That, that was it. Him. That was it. Shoot, if he if he gave it one more go on this one, I just mentioned it again. You did. That's all right. Apologize. But polypropylene. I I'm a big fan of polypropylene. Mm-hmm. I think it moves well. I think that it keeps you dry. Um, it doesn't smell. It doesn't tend to yep. get odor like a, some other materials will. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. That's awesome. <clears throat> All right. Well, how about a little news here? Well, there's some new stuff, right? Wouldn't you say we have got, we've got some new things? Oh, our news. On. I thought you our were going to read. I thought you were going to read me no, like a news story. I'm not going to read. Any news. I thought we were talking straight political news. Nope. To close it. Oh, this this oh. Uh, show, you will probably encounter zero news uh, in current events like that. Although it is, uh, here's one piece of news. It's mm-hmm. Fat Bear Week. That's true. You told me about that, and then I did actually see it last night on the news. Yeah. There were some massive, massive bears. From one of the national parks in Alaska, they mm-hmm. do this Fat Bear Week, and it's like, yeah. which bear weighs the most? And they'll show pictures of them from June yeah. to what they look like weight-wise at September, and you're <laughs> guessing to see who weighs the most. It's awesome. <laughs> and apparently, I think that the way they're estimating their weights for the mm-hmm. to determine who wins is through like thermal imaging of some sort. It's like a... Huh. They're not... I mean, they're not going to walk up to the bear and grab a harness and say, okay, your turn to get weighed. (laughs) But they're doing some sort of Bruno, I know it's embarrassing. Or something. You know, just don't look down, okay? Yeah. Fat Bear Week. It's cool. Almost as good as Shark Week. It is. (laughs) I haven't watched too much Shark Week. Oh, you know, because you know my fear of sharks. Yeah. I definitely, but I'll watch Shark Week. Because you just, yeah, you need to know. From the safety of your living room. Yeah, yeah. It just reaffirms my decision that not surfing is good. You know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, like... You made the right call, Bruce. Yeah. I will never get bitten by a shark mm. if I don't surf. It's that confirmation bias. We're always looking for things that yeah. reinforce yeah. what we're already thinking. Right. I may get bitten by a shark other ways, but if I don't surf, in, that will never happen. Maybe in a dream you'll get bitten by a oh. shark. I hope. Oh, thanks a lot. Like tonight, what? if I if I wake up tonight, oh, I man. I may call you 
and be like, can you talk to me for a little bit? <laughs> I, can you tell me that sharks aren't in my bedroom? That dream came true. <laughs> I guess. I'm, yeah. So news. So we might have some weird animal news every now and again. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, that would be fun. I think there's some weird outdoor news. I think that we could also come up maybe with some news of uh, people being lost or people uh-huh. sharing an outdoor experience around survival stories. Sure. Some super cool stuff there. Maybe we'll have to dive into that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Maybe do that. But you're not talking about news news. No, like I'm talking about specific to oh. Breaking Camp and the thing that is Breaking Camp. So we uh, we now have stickers. So for all of you who have a $40 water bottle, mm, and mm-hmm. we know who you are because we have the same ones, mm-hmm. um, we have stickers that you're going to want on your, on your water bottle. So um, you, can, you can check these out on Instagram. So you've seen our logo on Instagram, and it is that. That's exactly mm. what it looks like. It's awesome. So we have the, the kind of that um, whitish uh, green. Beige green. Beige mm-hmm. and green or whatever. And then we have, uh, what do you call it? Gray, the Just a grayscale. Grayscale. That's yeah. it. That's it. Um, so we'll post those to our Instagram so you can see them. Uh, if you want a sticker, we're asking that you uh, send us an email, comment. We want to interact with you. So mm. um, you have our, our phone number, 503-427-8750. Wait. Call us, leave a voicemail. Tell us something that you like about the show, what you'd like to talk about, give us a comment. Did we miss something? Any of that kind of stuff. What did we say that was absolutely wrong? Right. Which we may or may not choose to acknowledge. <laughs> but Yeah, but leave us a message. We might play it on the air. That'd be great. Yeah. Question. Tell us about a coffee or yeah. a brew or now, camp snack. Obviously, we'll have to get your address somehow. So, so you're going to have to take that step of <laughs> faith mm. with us. Yeah. So... But uh, but there are ways around it. So you can DM us, you can email us. Um, if you want to leave it on our voicemail, you can do that. We will obviously not give anyone your address. Um, Although producer Chad's kind of new at this, so <laughs> we'll make we sure we handle him. Okay, yeah, okay. Chad, just calm down over there. Okay. Um, so that's kind of cool. We're excited about that. Uh, I have a fridge with it that's in the shop that has all kinds of stickers, and now on my fridge is a Breaking Camp podcast sticker. I'm pretty excited about. Oh, what you got one on your fridge? Mm-hmm. And your truck? Yep. And your car? And your computer? My computer, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I am a fanboy of the so, show. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So so that's that. Um, let's see. What else? Mm. If you're, uh, uh, you know, say you're listening to us and you're like, I, these guys are, you know, we want to, maybe you're thinking these guys should shut this down. Mm. Like, I don't want to <laughs> hear it. Well, just quietly unsubscribe. You know, don't don't leave us a message in that case. We don't want that. But maybe you want to encourage us a little bit in what we're doing. So we got a couple of ways you can do that. We we've set up a Patreon account, so you can go to patreon.com slash breaking camp. You can also get there on our website at breakingcamp.life. Um click over there. We got a few different membership level levels. You could be a just a basic supporter. Say you wanna tip us a cup of coffee you want to support us buying stickers we're looking mm-hmm. at maybe getting some shirts yeah so those are Pretty those good. are cool but all this stuff you know we're doing it for the fun of it it, mm-hmm. it ain't free fun's not free fun's not free. um so you got we got a couple of levels we got a supporter level we also got a f- breaking camp fisher mm-hmm. and then a breaking camp camper wow. so those might be cool later on we're going to do some opportunities for uh us to get out in the field and go fishing and camping. So yeah. you can join at a couple of different levels there. You get a shout out, you get a sticker, 
we'd love it. Just shows us that, you know, there's some people uh, back in what we do for, for the fun of it. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, like, like Aaron said, we have tons of fun ideas. And uh, so it would be so cool if we could actually see those come to be. Uh, yeah, so that's the news that we've got for you. Um, just want to thank you for listening again. We really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate the feedback we've gotten. Uh, thank you, Mom. Appreciate that. Appreciate the love. <laughs> we, we, we've we actually gone international. Did you know that? No. I got some feedback from Canada. Okay. Yeah. I mean, international podcast. Got some feedback, eh? Breaking camp. Yeah, get some feedback. I mean, essentially, the feedback was your coffee choices are crap. But I said that's yours specifically. Yeah, mine. Okay, not yours. 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 Yours are your your coffee guy. Your coffee guy. No, mine. Shots fired. So from from north of the border, I got Mm. some feedback that uh, we need to talk about my coffee selection. So great opportunity there for somebody to send us an email. Links. Leave us a message. Tell us what you think. Play it on the show. That's amazing. International podcast okay so like us subscribe and follow us on instagram share it with a friend reach out to us but more than all that go outside have some fun and we'll talk to you next time Mm -hmm.